Welcome to Lacrosse and Sport, the show for the fastest game on two feet. Brought to you by Vieira Lacrosse and Sport, Central Florida's premier center for the finest lacrosse equipment, apparel, and training. Now, here are your hosts, Roger Welton and Steve Jordan. Hello, Lax lovers, and welcome back to Lacrosse and Sport. I am one of your hosts, Roger Welton. Coming to you from the Florida Space Coast, this is the place for the fastest game on two feet. I'd like to introduce my co-host, Steve Jordan. How are you doing this weekend? Everything I'm well? I'm doing great. I'm doing great out here in sunny California where the weather is 91 degrees. Well, fantastic. It's not quite that warm here, and I'm actually quite happy about that. Steve, we have an awesome episode tonight. Um, we are talking to Coach Ryan McLevy. He's the head coach of our local Division II lacrosse program at Florida Tech. Um, when, when you first visited here, if you recall, not only was there, no, was there no lacrosse, there certainly wasn't a college program. Remember that? Absolutely, I do. It was, uh, you know, it was something that we talked about. And, you know, with the open field space there and, you know, just a lot of different uh, open environments there, you can definitely get a game and a program there up and running really quickly. I'm glad to see that that's happened. Not to mention we have the athletes for it. The athletes were in place. We just had to show them lacrosse. But when we started the youth uh, club back in 2008, never in my wildest imagination did I ever think that we would have in our county a Division II lacrosse program. So I'd like to introduce Coach Ryan McLevy, and he goes by Coach Mac. Coach, welcome to the program. Hey, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. It is an absolute pleasure. I just want to congratulate you on a great season this year. I'd like to tell everybody that uh, Coach Mack had invited our youth lacrosse club, we're the Vieira Suntry Lacrosse Club, home of the Vipers, to a Vieira day where they had let all of our kids in for free in our little tykes. Uh, our U-9 and U-7 division played a scrimmage on their halftime field in their stadium, and it was so fun, and that was one of the most exciting games I've seen all season. It was a tight one, 14-12 against, against Mount Olive. How, can you take me through that game a little bit, Coach? Well, you know, uh, Mount Olive coming into that game was number nine in the country. So it was a huge, you know, we, we've kind of taken the approach of every game this year is, is our, our national championship. And, you know, we are right now uh, are at, you know, crossroads in our program being year four, you know, I have my first true senior class. So these seniors that we have on the roster right now started with me four years ago. And, you know, this is kind of, I don't like to say make or break, but this is a big year for us as far as, you know, turning the corner. And so we've kind of taken the approach of every game is a national championship and we're preparing like it's a national championship. And, um, you know, Mount Olive, we had an opportunity to go in and, and knock off number nine. And uh, it was a dogfight. I mean, we they they got us pretty good last year up at their field. And, and we feel that or we felt that the team that we had on the field you know, this year, we could have gotten them back. That's great. So, Coach, I got a question for you. Uh, you have uh, 11 players on the field. How many of them are seniors? Uh, we have 11 seniors on, on the roster. Wow. So are you preparing for the upcoming years with a, a strong strong team, freshmen, sophomores, juniors? How are you keeping them conditioned and in a mindset that they're going to be, the, you know, taking on the, the next phase of this team? Well, it's it's 
it's actually a really good situation that we're in. I mean, luckily for us, the university that, that I work at here at Florida Tech uh, is one of the top academic institutions in the country, and which makes recruiting you know, pretty easy. Um, that's a good so thing. We all know. Well, I'm sorry. That's a, that's a great thing. It's a, a to, to have such an academic standing, of course, you know, I'm a local guy here. So, uh, to understand that, that, that academic reputation is huge because, you know, one thing about lacrosse players is we, for the most part, tend to take school a little bit more seriously than other sports. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. And that's, that's, you know, I can go into the statistics that, you know, Florida Tech has, but probably the big number that I love to throw at uh, recruits is the 97% job placement rate that we have. So we have 97% of our graduates within six months of graduating are finding jobs in their field, not just jobs, but, you know, in their major. So, you know, those numbers, obviously, you know, being a parent, you know, that's a number that we love to hear. And, and, uh, we've had a lot of success with it. So we've been able to to recruit kids, you know, just like you said, that are looking for that top-notch education that are also good players. So that junior class that we have that is going to take over next year, I mean, we have a lot of talent in that class. Um, uh, you know, we have, let's see, there are probably in that junior class alone Three Division One transfers: um, a UMass kid, a Towson kid, and a UMBC kid. Those are good names you just threw out there. Yes. Uh, <laughs> One had of them. a had a, a recruiting scholarship to UMBC. Great program there. Mm-hmm. Well, one of those kids uh, just so happens to be. Well, actually, two of the three are attackmen. Um, one is a UMass uh, or lefty uh, from UMass. The other one is our six eight, two hundred fifty pound shooter. <laughs> Who, uh, well, he's a beast. I saw him. What, what's his name again? Jason Terry. Oh yeah, he's a beast. Yeah, Jason's he, been clocked at 107. Wow, <laughs> that's I wouldn't want to get in front Impressive. of that. That's yeah. crazy. So the future looks good. I mean, recruiting wise, we have uh, we have eight. I'm sorry, we have 12 kids already committed uh, for next year. So we graduate 12, or we graduate 11, we bring in 12. We're probably going to look to bring in, you know, anywhere from five to eight more. I mean, currently our roster is about 37. I would like to get it to, you know, 40 to 45. Um, our, our, our 2016 class, we have probably about nine kids committed in that class already as juniors, and we have one 2017 that is already committed. That's fantastic, Coach. That's amazing. You guys yeah. get any uh, players from California, Southern California area? Uh, not, not really. We actually went to go look at a kid um, from California this summer. I traveled up to Massachusetts. Uh, little kid, quick, very fast, good change of direction. But he, you know, the problem is he didn't want to. He didn't want to leave California to come to Florida. I thought it was too far. But yeah, uh, a little bit more, more humid too. A few more mosquitoes. <laughs> Um, so, so uh, you know what's going to be really cool, Coach, <clears throat> is uh, one day when we're looking at your roster and we're seeing you're pulling kids from Florida. That's what I'm really excited about uh, because we're, we're, we're going to get there soon. You know, the, the youth and the explosion of lacrosse in this state, I don't think we're many years out from seeing some, some major blue chip uh, athletes coming up in the college level. So, you know, that, that's going to be the next exciting development, I think, in the college scene. Um, but, uh, but before uh, we get a little bit further into that, I, I'm, I'm really interested in your background. 
you and I have much in common, only we're, we're kind of opposite. So you started in Long Island and then came through Jersey. I'm from New Jersey, but I ended up living in Long Island before I ended up uh, then lo- relocating here to Florida. So I'm looking through your history and I was kind of reading through and rather than just sit here and kind of, you know, kind of spout out all of all of the you know various lacrosse accomplishments that you had, it seems to me that you are a grower. You're a person that comes in and either seeds a program or takes over a troubled program and makes it better and makes the program noticed. Am I am I accurate on that? Yeah. Yes, that I, I've done it quite a few times. Um, I've started a high school program in uh, in, in Connecticut, uh, where I lived for a couple years. Then, when I moved to New Jersey, I took over a program. Uh, when I took it over, it was I think they were zero and seventeen the year before, and we actually were able to turn it around and win a couple of games uh, that season. So it's uh, it, it's yeah I'm. I'm I've have experience in that, and I'll tell you, it, it's there's nothing like winning games. So where I'm at right now is is where I like to be. <laughs> the county's with you as well, Steve. You got anything to add there, buddy? Uh, no, I think you know. Just the I, I like what you said there. You know, coming into a, a team and adding value. You know, and leaving a legacy there, and just uh, an imprint where people can feel that there's momentum, and that's a that's a great thing to be able to do. Yeah, you definitely. We're seeing the community really respond. I wish they'd responded sooner, but it's like, hello, there's a there's a college lacrosse team, and it's it's FIT, which is a school we all know very well. And and by the way, you know, here in Vieira, I'm telling you know these parents, like, it's only about a 35 minute drive south of here. You know, go to the games, enjoy it. It's great lacrosse. So, Coach Mack, can you tell us how how did you end up being the lead person to start this program four years ago or five years ago? Well, it, it, it's it's a pretty interesting story. Um, it all started in, in the great state of New Jersey, and prior to my wait, co- say that again, Coach. Yeah, I, I didn't trip over my tongue. It was, yeah. <laughs> According to my wife, the great state of New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. I like her. I haven't met her. I like her already. Yeah, my uh, my wife is a is a Jersey girl through and through, and um, I moved to New Jersey from Long Island to to get married and. Um, so we we were both teachers in New Jersey, and uh, I moved when I first moved to Jersey. I was in grad school, finishing up my master's, and doing my student teaching. So, long story short, I got a, a, a teaching job in the public schools, and then my second year, when I was at Red Bank Regional coaching, I was teaching in Middletown, New Jersey, and that's when uh, our governor decided to cut 10,000 teaching jobs. So my wife and I being, you know, the younger, the bottom of the barrel type younger teachers, we were one of the first ones cut. So we got married in February. I lost my job in March and she lost hers in April. So yeah, it's our our marriage started off stressful (laughs) to say. Um, So we decided, you know, what are we going to do? And then, you know, we met a couple of people uh, through family um, who had connections with Florida Tech. Uh, Since we were both teaching, we took a delayed honeymoon and decided or, or, you know, we made the connections. And I I got an interview um, with Bill Juergens, who was the athletic director here. So we kind of worked that around our honeymoon. We went on a cruise out of... uh, Port Canaveral, and oh. we just came down a couple of days early. And by the time we got down here, we decided, 
you know, regardless of whether or not I, I get the job, let's look to, you know, move down here anyway. I mean, it's, it's, you know, warmer, <laughs> a little bit less expensive to live. So we kind of were going that route. Um, so I interviewed on a Friday, um, and while I was interviewing my wife's, follow me, my wife's sister's former college roommate, um, and they went out looking for places to live, and, and they found a place actually up in Vieira. Uh, so my first two years, I lived up in Vieira. Um, and about a month after that, a little over a month, month and a half maybe, um, I was called and, and offered the job. So uh, it, was, it was pretty cool. Awesome. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Definitely. So, Coach, uh, the first time we met, I was doing a youth clinic, uh, Bob DeVoe and I and a couple other youth leaders. And this, I want to say it was 2010 or 2011. I, I, my, my, my time frame's a little off. The years kind of fly through. But on, on walks Coach Mac. We've never met before. And you came and introduced yourself and said, hey, I'm starting a lacrosse program at FIT and I thought wow this is absolutely incredible we go from youth club to a college program in in like just a couple of years this is fantastic so how did you find out about the youth program uh, to come out and reach out and and support us like that well it was actually uh, I was living in um, I guess an apartment complex and one of my neighbors her son played for the for the Vieira high school team and he actually was volunteering to to work the clinic so i i thought it was a great opportunity to come out and and introduce myself to all the locals and and you know try to start spreading the word about florida tech yeah that 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 was great it it absolutely blew us away i mean it was like wow fit is gonna have a program not just a program but division two um I, i i have uh Another question here. So you play in, in the the Sunshine Conference, the Sunshine Conference is that Sunshine State Conference? Yes, the is Sunshine that correct? State. Yes. All right. So in that, at Lynn University is in that, and yes. and University of Tampa, correct? Yep, Florida, uh, Florida Southern, St. Leo, Rollins. Uh, there are six teams right now that sponsor men's lacrosse in the uh, the Sunshine State Conference. We have Florida Tech, uh, Lynn, Rollins, um, University of Tampa, uh, Florida Southern. And St. Leo. I think I said St. Leo. You play a lot of out-of-conference games, obviously. Do you do that to just you know keep up the competition, give you the opportunity to, to play the best, I, I would take it? Yes. We are allowed to have 17 competitions on our schedule. So obviously we want to go and play. You know, fortunately, you know, extremely fortunately for us, the, the, the university is behind the program, you know, uh, and they are supporting us 100%. So we are able to go and travel and play this type of competition that's going to make us better. Um, so we actually just got back a couple of days ago. We went up to, we flew up to Ohio. We played Walsh University, and then we traveled to West Virginia to play um, Wheeling Jesuit. Well, that's, that's quite a road trip. <laughs> um, that, so so uh, could I ask you a question? Sure. This is just kind of a personal question for your players. Uh, back when I played for Montclair State, they only gave us $15 a day meal money. Do you guys do better than that? Because $15 yes. a day, you're trying to compete on a high level. All you're going to be able to afford really is McDonald's, and that's not really good good strength food. 
Well, back back when we played, you know, we weren't as athletic as the kids that are playing now, so we could have survived on fifteen dollars. Some of these kids are, are, are monsters, and, and yeah, that's the, that's the biggest question I got is, especially after our wheeling, after we 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 won our wheeling game, these kids were pressing for like twenty dollar dinners. So. <laughs> Yeah, so since we won, I spoiled them, and, and we went out, and, and, and we ate like kings. So Good. Just don't tell my athletic director that. No, no worries. Hopefully he's not listening. Steve, you got anything to chime in there with, buddy? I do. Coach, I got a question for you. Uh, you know, being a person coach myself, uh, not necessarily in the game of lacrosse other than the camps that we do, uh, but the people that I see regularly, you know, I always tell people the most impressionable Memories that I have are when I help somebody to transform or change their life or see something or do something that they couldn't do before. Can you tell me and us listening, what is your most memorable experience to date coaching for Florida Tech? Um, you know, the beauty of coaching at a program where you just start is that every time there's an event, it's, it's, it's just bigger than the last one. I mean, I can tell you our first win in program history against Shorter, um, you know, St. Patrick's Day back in was it 2012. You know, uh, I can I can pretty much go play by play the whole second half. You know, <laughs> that's, that's um, remarkable. Yeah, it, 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 you know, it, it, to get your first win as a college coach, it's always memorable. I can tell you who scored the very first goal in Florida Tech history was Patrick Manning against St. Leo. Um, you know, our first game ever. Um, you know, I can tell you the first time that we, we beat a ranked opponent, which was, you know, the beginning of the season, you know, we knocked off, uh, Lenore Ryan and they were number 15 in the country. And then I can tell you that we beat another ranked opponent, which was just last week when we played wheeling Jesuit. So, um, you know, the, 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 the beauty of coaching in a program like this, that is just so new is that you're constantly making incredible memories, um, but most important thing is these kids and, and just seeing, you know, my senior class, when they came in, they were puppies. You know, these kids were could barely tie their shoes and, you know, walk in a straight line. <laughs> you know, you have the pleasure of, of kind of molding them and helping shape their future. And you just hope that you don't mess up because, you know, you, the parents trust you. To, to provide that directions, the kids buy into what you're saying, and now it's like, oh man, I gotta, I gotta put my best foot forward and make sure we're making this work. But you know, there's nothing, you know, out of all the wins, out of all the games, out of there's nothing that beats those relationships that you have with your players that you hope that will last forever. And that's, you know, that's something that I can say that I'm proud of, and um, I, I'm. I'm, it's going to be an emotional year for me. I mean, with these these seniors graduating, I mean, they came in and, you know, they they believed in what I was selling because it was easy for me to sell because that's just how I, I am and what I my passion is. Um, but to see them develop through these last four years is probably the, the greatest memory that I'll have. And, and I just hope that I can replicate that in years to come. Coach, I have no doubt that you will. Uh, what you've done in four short years is is nothing short of remarkable. It's incredible to see where you guys have, have, have come from and where you're at now, and we wish you nothing but the best of luck. And I hope you have a lot of longevity there because I know this six-year-old player, 
He plays for the Vipers. His name is uh, Austin Lee Welton. He's a heck of a midi, heck of a midi, and he just happens <laughs> to have a fortitude for math and science. So Excellent. I'm just just throwing that out there right now. <laughs> hope, hope, hoping you're still there to form him into a fine young man uh, if, if it's in the cards for him. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show. Uh, I would uh, like to just reiterate, I'm not, not sure if Coach Penn, your defensive coordinator, uh, passed along the request, but we would like to have a team picture that we could put in our store to uh, showcase you guys if maybe your guys want to uh, all autograph it as well that'd be great we'll put it right right next to the florida launch picture also we'd like you to pick out your favorite picture of one of your players an action photo and we we're gonna uh replace our paul rabel and rob pinnell fatheads with local fatheads we want one of our fatheads on the wall to be an fit player i think that the message needs to be out that we have this phenomenal program right in our backyard. We need to support you guys. We need to be there with you and enjoy the ride. Well, we appreciate all that. And uh, it just so happens that we're taking our team picture tomorrow. So I'll make sure that our photographer gets you um, a copy of that. We're actually taking it on the beach, which I've never in my wildest <laughs> <laughs> never thought that I would take my team to the beach for a team shot. <laughs> yeah, hey, you you play in Florida. It, it's right. appropriate, I think. Well, you know what it is? It's a great recruiting tool, too, because I'm going to send it to all my recruiters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Steve, anything to add here before we wrap up, kiddo? No, Coach, I thank you very much for uh, spending your time with us. I know you're right busy right now probably planning the next game. And who are you playing next? We, uh, we have actually, like I said before, the biggest game of the season is uh, St. Leo on Saturday. And, uh, you know, St. Leo beat um, Mount Olive uh, last week or a week and a half ago. Wow. It's our first conference game, so it's, it's a big one. And, and they're a very good team, and, and we've got to bring our best. So I've actually been working on the scout all week and, and going to finish that up uh, probably – by tonight because uh i just love to watch film so i'll watch another five hours of film and <laughs> get everything you know get all my t's t's crossed and my eyes dotted awesome well we wish you the best of luck and guys if you're listening fit players just go get them man win this game go panthers have a great can night coach thanks thing, again can i say one more thing yes sir and just to reiterate and you know make sure all you kids out there you, you take your study, your studies seriously because now the way college lacrosse is going, there are so many athletes playing lacrosse. You have to give yourself the best opportunity to get to that next level, and that the best way to do that is your, through your academics. So That's great advice, Coach. I really appreciate you sending that out to our youth. Most of our listeners are the local kids, yep. and uh, typically it's between three and 500 of them, so I'm sure this one's going to blow up. I have, a, I have a good feeling about this episode. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it. It's a pleasure, Coach Mack. You have a great night. Take care. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, that was Coach Mac, Ryan McLevy of uh, FIT. It was our pleasure and our honor to have him on the show. And uh, please, please uh, do his program the favor that they've given us in providing top-notch college lacrosse to our area and go out and support him. It's great lacrosse and it's a lot of fun. Good night, everyone. <laughs>